0: Welcome to Graduating Grief, a podcast designed to help you step back into living your life with joy after loss. If you're ready to move from surviving to thriving, you've come to the right place. Here's your host and inspirationista, Sherry Dunlevy. Today, we're going to be talking about something that can help us feel better as we step back into living our lives. We're going to be talking about grief yoga with my guest, Kat Guthrie, today. Welcome, Kat. Hi, Sherry. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. So tell me, what first of all, what is grief yoga? I've never heard I've heard of yoga, but I've never heard of grief yoga, a specialty called grief yoga. Right. Well, it's
1: it's very um uh, it's it's actually very uh emotive and it could also be called yoga for emotional release because we let go of a lot of feelings as we do these exercises. It was specifically um um originated by uh, Paul Denniston and uh and David Kessler who I'm sure you've heard of David Kessler and Paul has just put together this program that is just so beautiful where it's it's there's it's four parts we start with awareness of where we hold our emotions and then we move into expression then we move into connection with each other with our our own with our loved one with our higher power whatever it is when we, we want to connect to and then it's surrender so it's 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 a really a beautiful program so how did you discover grief yoga Well, uh, my son died 22 months ago. And, you know, the only thing that made any sense to me after he died was yoga. I mean, somebody telling me what to do, put your arms over the over your head, bring your hands down, breathe in, breathe out, because I don't know about others, but I stop. I I could stop breathing, you know. And so it was yoga brought me back into my body, into my breath, because I think it's really important that we get it back into our bodies, definitely. And then you know, uh, I eventually just looked online for grief yoga. I don't know how I did, but I did Or Maybe it was through David Kessler, I guess I was listening to one of his podcasts or something like that and Learned about grief yoga and and then when I had to go. I, I went from New York to California to learn it and uh, it was so beautiful. It was such a release and every time I offer it every time I take it. It's, it's a beautiful release.
0: So were you a yoga practitioner before?
1: Yeah, you have to be a yoga teacher in order to teach grief yoga. You have to have that first 200 hours. So it's an adjunct to that. And I, I had actually stopped teaching yoga uh, for a while. I taught it for like 14, 15 years. And I just decided I, I, I took a break, mm-hmm. but then now all I'm, all I'm teaching is grief yoga uh, in the yoga department.
0: Wow, that's that's amazing. Now, is this something that you have to do in person or is it something that virtually you can do?
1: It works beautifully online. It's amazing. I I didn't think it would because it was so personal when we were in the in the classes, but it works really beautifully online. Because one thing is because if you if you're working through grief, sometimes sometimes you want to be anonymous as you do it. So you can turn your, your camera off during that time. But then there are other times where we might ask you to turn the camera back on so that we can connect with each other and mm-hmm. and share or witness each other's grief. So it works beautifully. It, I'm,
0: I'm surprised, but delighted that it does. So how does this differ from other yoga practices? Well,
1: you know, I, I had taken a, a grief yoga series here in New York and I was I was disappointed because there was no, it was mostly restorative or, you know, let's light a candle for your loved one or, or, and then lie back and put your legs up the wall or whatever. And for me, it's, it's the somatic experience. It's the release. It's really important. That was what, what was so important for me as I went on my grief journey was working it out in so many different ways. I went to, um, breath work, um, sessions. I, I went to, um, places where you can really work it out of your body because otherwise it gets stuck. You know, we get stuck, we get closed down, we get contracted. So the idea is to just work it out.
0: (laughs) Are you one of the, so, so when you were in the throes of, of grief after the following the death of your son, there just came to be a time where you knew that you had to get that release to, to feel better. You know, so were you doing it to feel better, or were you doing it to feel less pain, or was it a little bit of both?
1: Oh, that's a good question, Sherry. I would say it's a. Good, it was a little bit of both. Uh, I, I mean, I I uh, trained as a Phoenix ri- Rising Yoga Therapist, and I knew I had been trained to know that we can hold stuff in our bodies, and so I just knew that I could tell that it was there was stuff being stored in my body. So I, it was really my intention to work it out of my body but also it it just feels really good to release sometimes you know we don't have a good a good role model for grief in this culture we don't allow ourselves to cry i mean in other countries they have the wailing wall or they have people you know who, who you 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 hire people to to make noises for you and it, well we don't have that in this mostly it's just like do it yourself get over it and move on and uh and that's really tough it, and we don't have to be that way. We can be supported in it. We can be held, we can be led. So that was that was my idea. So how has it helped you? Well, I think it's, it's. I just am so much lighter now. Of course, it's been 22 months. So I think that that happens after 22 months, but it doesn't happen for everybody. And I can see that, you know, I, I, I go to other grief, classes or, or, or programs, you know, and I, I see that's how people get stuck. Mm. I just feel like, I feel like I unstuck myself. I, I, I actually, I feel like I made grief a job for at least a year. I went to uh, workshops and, you know, I, I made it my job because I knew, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll can I, I, I'll just tell you a little bit more about my story. I, when I was I'll growing up. To
0: hear your story and your son, about your son.
1: <laughs> when I was growing up, I, um, I lost two sisters to a progressive nervous system disease. And so I, I watched them die slowly. And at the, you know, at the end of that, I, I, I felt like I broke, I, I, I shut my heart down. I closed my heart down. I knew it. I, I could feel it. I wasn't really aware of it consciously. But as I got older, I, I knew that that's what had happened. So I worked for years to open my heart back up. And then when my son died, I just said to myself, I'm not going to let this close my heart. I'm going to keep my broken heart open, and it's going to be painful, and it's going to be could maybe even horrific, but I'm going to keep it open so that I can feel what I need to feel so that my heart doesn't, so I don't have to build that wall around my heart again. Does that make sense, Sharon? It,
0: it- it absolutely positively does. And, and if I may share a little bit about my story, because I lost my son, he was an infant at the time, 21 years ago. And because, um, there was a, a there were complications prior to his death, um, he, I was put on, um, antidepressants. So I feel that I had always felt that my grief was trapped inside of my body right? Yeah. And I had no way to bring it out. So this would have been wonderful release for me because what had happened was a year later on Mother's Day, believe it or not, I sneezed in my sleep and my disc exploded in my back. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So your body does store grief. Yes. It stores grief. And I would have much rather have learned a a yoga modality and release in that way that was a very healthy and spiritual way of of dealing with my my pain and my sadness.
1: Rather than having your disc explode. That sounds
0: very painful. It was. Yes. (laughs) It was. So when I heard about what you were doing, I, I thought it was just absolutely... Amazing. And what kind of results are people getting? Like, do you? I would imagine that this is, you're so passionate about this because you're able to help so many people get back on the road to healing again. Well, I,
1: I what's been interesting is that during COVID, there's so many different kinds of grief going around now. It's it's like certainly it's the loss of a loved one, but it's the loss of some. It can be the loss of who we feel we are. Even if we've lost our identity as as a person, um, loss in a relationship. Can some of our relationships are getting really rocky, rocky during COVID. So I think I think what's really wonderful is one um one woman who had 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 an organ transplant and she said she was grieving the loss of what her body had been and 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 it really helped her and i think that's what's cool about it is that there's so many different ways to help and so many different griefs and it's 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 not it's not one specific area or anything it's just it's a i think we all hold grief and i think mm-hmm. as as we grieve as we grieve we tend to it's like a grief is a train and we end up adding another car at the end of the train and and then we have to watch the whole damn train go by you know and so so COVID has brought up a lot of grief and now especially with the nation going through so much turbulence and and racial unrest and and protests and and things that 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 bring up a lot of emotions for a lot of people that's another thing that can be released so
0: yeah that's, that's, that's beautiful. And it, I had a guest on my podcast a few months ago, and she, she described grief as the loss of something we hold dear. <laughs> and I think that's a really great description of it, because we're all experiencing something of it during this pandemic.
1: Definitely. Yeah. The loss of something we hold dear. Is that what?
0: Mm-hmm. Or yeah. someone. Or someone. Yeah. Right. Right. So tell me a little bit about your son so that we can get to know him. Well, um,
1: he's back there. I, I have a little yoga place up here where I teach Greek yoga and I do keep a picture of him. Back there, he was just adorable. I don't know if you can tell. He had a great, he had a smile that lit up his whole face. He lit up everybody's lives who knew him. He died unfortunately surfing. He was an adventurer. He loved. He was 25. He he loved um, just doing anything that took balance: skateboarding and and surfing and snowboarding. And he was just full of energy and life, but also full of love. And it was truly amazing uh, when he passed that I just hearing his friends talk about him and and his teachers and everyone because everybody loved him <laughs> and of course I did too and I feel I think I think the thing about Keaton his name is Keaton I will call him is because I believe he is with me still and I think about Keaton is I know that Keaton would want me to live my best life Keaton would would be devastated if I was grieving too long or you know I think there's obviously you have to get over what you have to get over but for me now it's about it's about getting back to joy the joy and living for him as well the joy that he would bring to other people and 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 learning to love again and and live again
0: it's not always easy to do but what do you think? Do you think that your yoga practice helped you get to that place? How did, how did you get to that place? Because I know right now um, there are people listening in who have lost children, especially moms like you and I, and they are, it's been years and yet they're so tired of waking up so sad and in pain and, and, and you can tell them I don't think your son or your daughter would want you to be living this way, but for some reason they can't make that connection or that separation. You you say your son is still with you, he's co-creating, you're you're going on co-adventures with him. Is that how you keep him alive and is, is that integral part of you moving forward and, and really stepping back into your life?
1: I, I think it is, I think um, also we, came up with a foundation that we're gonna create for his in his legacy called Keaton's Kids that takes underprivileged kids on transformative outdoor adventures. Um, I think refinding a purpose was really important for me and, um, and teaching grief yoga is a purpose and um, certainly Keaton's Kids is a, is, a, is a big purpose for me, something to put energy and life into. I also, um, we haven't talked about this Sherry, but I also teach sacred sensuality classes and have written a blog about five ways to get back into your sex life after you've lost someone. I know this is this is a pretty touchy subject and we didn't talk about this, Sherry, so oh, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> that, might be for
0: another, that might be for another episode of this, this so that we could devote more time to it. Because I think that, you know, especially if you've been in, you know, a romantic relationship with someone that you've lost, that that is, um, you know, and it doesn't matter whether it is someone that you've lost to death or someone that you've lost to divorce. You know, it's
1: not only that it's, it's, it's if you've lost your child too because there's right. this idea that well first of all our body shut down and it's a and it's how do you wake your body back up and i think all of these i think anything somatic that you do will help will help wake your body up and i think um you know as tony robbins says our our state is our physiology is our state so if we can open up our bodies then we can change the state of our
0: minds oh that's wonderful i really do believe that so is there anything that we can do that you can show us or um teach us right now that we can do to offer some kind of release when we're feeling it starting to well up is there is there some place where we could start is it with our breath is it with our movement is it is there anything real quick that you can show us that can get us on our way well um
1: you know i think it's focusing on the breath is certainly the first the first thing to start with because we close our we close our lungs down when we when we when we're when we're constricted in in grief. So I think it's just a matter of ha, huh, letting air out and and sometimes just letting. It's sometimes our throats get constricted and so letting air out, ha, huh, ha, huh, letting air out and letting the sound come out and 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 then letting whatever comes out after that come up because just letting your throat ha ha you know it it might bring up all kinds of stuff and letting it come up and letting it be and going through it I think that's the main thing is that instead of holding it back I can't cry I can't do let it out so whether it's you know we do we do a thing where we just punch and, and we pound and uh and and we you know, open our hearts. The sky. These are all things, and and then whatever comes up, let it be. If you're, you know, if you open your heart up and your your heart's not used to being like this, and all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh, oh, and you have to cry, cry, let it go, let it, let it, let it go as long and wild as you need to, and it's okay to cry and it's okay to wail and it's okay to pound and it's okay to to really somatically move it out of your body, get go into a private place and do it. And really, I think whether it's grief yoga or some, someone who works somatically, um, I went to a couple of workshops where it was all somatic and breath breath work. They're, they're very small, so I don't know whether they want me to, to uh, publicize them right now, but I'll ask them and, and let you know. But they're beautiful places to let go of stuff that you just don't want to carry anymore. And that's the point is, just, ah, let it out, let it out.
0: I think that that is, that is so key because I remember um, truly thinking to myself in the early stages of when I was going through grief, is that I just had to keep putting it on the back burner because it just wasn't a convenient time right now. I had a three-year-old son at home. I had a television career. So I had, you know, so I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. Or the fear that, oh my gosh, when I finally get to it, it's going to be so overwhelming that I'm not going to be able to handle it
1: and i'm not going to be able to take care of my 3-year-old child. I can understand yeah. that. It, yeah, it's it's so then it's a, a matter of setting a time aside, right? Right, right. Yeah, and I mean because if you don't, it's just going to it's going to bite you in the ass later down the road, i think. I mean just like me with with my sisters, we were trained. We didn't cry. We didn't cry. We were like we were Guthrie girls and we were strong and i watched, you know, the the funerals of both of my sisters and we stood strong and didn't cry because we were trying to be you know, stoic for the community, and you know it's it's not healthy. <laughs> and then it and then it came back and bit me because I was realizing I wasn't allowing myself to love as I could. I was I had shut my heart down, and yeah, had to open it up again. So you can do the work now, or you can do the work later.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, do you have a community? where people can, can learn more about this. Um, I can absolutely put a link, you know, in our show notes, but tell me about what you're trying to start and what you're doing.
1: Well, I have a a Facebook page called moving through grief, T-H-R-U, moving through grief. Um, You know, I am, because this online stuff started so quickly that we're just starting that Mm -hmm. but um yeah and that's that's my community right now for for grief yoga
0: that's wonderful so i want to thank you for for sharing your story your path your journey and and what you're doing thank you for bringing healing to the world that has to make you feel so good that um something greater has come from this horrible loss
1: yeah, I think if we can ever find those gifts, as whatever they may be, it it is helpful. It nothing takes away all that pain of the pain of losing a, a beloved, wonderful child. But if we can move forward with purpose and and ease and grace, that's all we can do.
0: One other thing I wanted to add: just just moving forward does not mean that you forget them, or that you miss them, or that they were important, or that they had great meaning in your life. It doesn't mean that you're, I have one person say, I feel like I'm betraying my grief, or betraying, they said grief, they're betraying their grief. It's not, that was his path. I, I, I like to believe that that was his path and his journey. It's a part of yours. Yours continues.
1: Yeah, I I was doing breath work once and, and uh, you can, all kinds of things can come up while you're breathing. And while I was breathing, my sisters came to me. This was before, two years before Keaton died. And they died at 21 and 26, or 26 and 32 rather. I was 21 and 26 when they died. Um, and they came to me and sat at my side and they said, this is kind of woo woo, but this is what happened. They sat by my side and they said, we lived exactly the amount of time we were supposed to live. Our, we lived the purpose we were supposed to live. And we've moved on and you should too. And at the time it was a great gift to me because I hadn't moved on from the grief of my sisters. I still probably haven't, although that's dwarfed by dwarfed by the grief of my son. But having that message before my son died at 25 was an amazing thing just because I thought, okay, I, it's, I, I'm his mother. I would never have him die at 25, but if that's what he, that's what happened. And, and so, you know, here it is. It's like, yeah, I don't, yeah.
0: But your, your journey continues and I love the direction that you're, the steps that you're taking in your journey because it's helping so many others and and so many others who are going to be feeling this pain at some point in their life. So that's a very important work that you're doing. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Important work you're doing as well.
0: Thank you for listening to the graduating grief podcast. For more information on the Graduating Grief community, workshops and retreats, go to www.